In today's episode, we discuss what should you tell your kids about the war in Ukraine? War. What is it good for? If you ask me, absolutely nothing. Stand by, true believers. Another episode of You're Not My Father is here. Welcome back to You're Not My Father, the best family-friendly podcast from Alaska and this side of Anchorage. I'm your host, Thomas Brando Greenman. I'm a father, a husband, and my curiosity and mistakes have given me a world of experiences and a unique perspective that I want to share with you and hopefully maybe even make you laugh. Our podcast is made just for you to learn something positive, something that you can apply to your life as a parent, kid, or otherwise. So without further ado, let's do this. This episode is not sponsored by anyone because no one should sponsor war. But if you want to spread the word on your product in a future episode, let us know at facebook.com slash YNMF show or at our new website, www.ynmfshow.com or via email at ynmfshow at gmail.com. Europe and America, there's a growing feeling as hysteria, conditioned to respond to all the threats in the rhetorical speeches of the Soviets. Mr. Khrushchev said, we will bury you. I don't subscribe to this point of view. It'd be an ignorant thing to do if the Russians love their children too. How can I save my little boy from Oppenheimer's deadly toy? There is no monopoly on common sense on either side of the political fence. We share the same biology, regardless of ideology. Believe me when I say to you, I hope the Russians love their children too. There is no historical precedent to put the words in the mouth of the president. There's no such thing as a winnable war. It's a lie we don't believe anymore. Mr. Reagan says we will protect you. I don't subscribe to this point of view. Believe me when I say to you, I hope the Russians love their children too. 
We share the same biology, regardless of ideology. But what might save us, me and you, is if the Russians love those ch- their children too. So those are the lyrics to a song written by a man named Gordon Sumner. So the content sounds like it's kind of been ripped from the news today, doesn't it? But you might be surprised to know that that song was recorded in 1984 and released in June of 1985. Gordon Sumner is known worldwide as Sting. He explained the song was inspired by watching Soviet TV. He said, I had a friend at university who invented a way to steal the satellite signal from Russian TV. We'd have a few beers and climb this tiny staircase to watch Russian television. At that time of night, we only got children's Russian television, like their Sesame Street. I was impressed with the care and attention they gave to their children's programs. I regret that our current enemies haven't got the same ethics. It was around that same time in 1984, the movie Red Dawn came out. It was a movie that depicts the United States being invaded by the Soviet Union and World War III having begun. It was a terrifying movie to watch as a kid. I think I was around 9 or 10. I was living in a small farming community. My father, being a military veteran, routinely let me watch movies like this. While certainly not the best entertainment for children, it nevertheless gave me a feeling that Soviets were the bad guys. It wasn't long after watching that movie that I saw a helicopter flying low over our house late one night. I went outside to see what was going on, and I saw one helicopter after another flying over our house. All I could think of was that the Russians were invading. My father was the deputy sheriff at the time, and I went to get him, probably hysterically. I was insistent that the Russians were coming for us. I don't recall his immediate reaction, but he did investigate. And sure enough, I wasn't imagining that military helicopters were flying low and landing in a field next to our house. That really happened. But what didn't happen was there was no invasion. It was just a group of army Apaches that were on a training mission, had a navigational error, and run out of fuel. I woke up the next morning It was pretty surreal to see a fleet of Apaches sitting right outside my yard. They were gone by the time I got home from school that day, but that panicky feeling was real, and it stayed with me for a long time. And then years later, after the Soviet Union collapsed and the Berlin Wall was taken down, I met some Russian people for the first time. They were people just like us. And in my mind, the ignorance of the world had a little bit more of its wall taken down. But the Cold War was very much a big part of my growing up. During my childhood and teenage years, war was everywhere. It was on TV, movies, and the news. It was hard to escape from it. It was definitely a Team USA versus a list of bad guys. Everything seemed so cut and dry at the time. But as I got older, I began to absorb more information, form my own thoughts and opinions, and start to see more of the world. It was a little overwhelming. My parents, my school, my country, they all seemed powerless to protect everyone, especially little of me, from all that chaos and strife that seemed like it was everywhere. 
I felt the world, its weight on my shoulders. I've got to say it was a horrible feeling. I could see that life was fragile. There weren't any guarantees as to how we could all survive. I had no guidance, no one really to talk to, or at least not all the time. Not that it was dependable. The one thing I truly learned at that time was <laughs> ignorance is bliss. I rebelled against knowledge. It certainly wasn't the best strategy by any means, but it seemed like what most people did. So why not me? I felt like a lot of my childhood was just surviving. And so let's pause there. I'll talk about being a survivor, but I wasn't in a war, directly affected by it. But in a way I was, kind of zooming out from my life to the rest of the world. I mean, I could feel like I could see what life was those for who had actually been affected by war. It's kind of hard to imagine without some context, but you can easily find a lot of that nowadays on social media and the news. Most of it's labeled with something like the following content may be disturbing for viewers. But guess what? It usually is. All wars concerning. But we're all humans who live very similar lives, just sometimes in different ways. We're all born. We all have to die. We have to eat, sleep, do other bodily functions. We want to love. We want to feel good. We want comfort, good food, good company. We want to be entertained. Just because we can't speak the same language or fly the same flag, we have more in common than just those differences. We don't want anyone to suffer or to hear the cries of the children being scared. We don't want parents to fear that their children might be hurt or killed. These are powerful emotions that are invoked. And when you see that other people are just like us, when you care about others as you do yourself or your family, you can begin to understand how horrible it is. And as a parent, what do you tell your kids? I don't want my kids to go through the same mental processes as I did. I've thought a lot about it. <laughs> I really wrote out most of this episode, and I wasn't sure what to say about this to impressionable minds. I was only even considering today uh, that I wouldn't even publish this episode. It just wouldn't get done. Better to let somebody else deal with it than to try and tackle it. But I... I thought of something today, and I had an opportunity to talk to a lifelong friend of mine who uh, she was kind enough to give me her perspective on the war and how it affected her and her, her daughter. And she's got an amazing story. Um, her and her husband are amazing people, just great people. They adopted uh, their daughter several years ago from Russia, and they've given her an amazing life. Some of the things they do for her to remember where she comes from are just inspired and just kind of one of a kind. So I knew, I knew she'd have great advice to give, and she did. 
I just didn't realize how good it was until she gave it. She told me she was that they were worried for their daughter. They were worried that since she was Ukrainian and Russian, that some people might have things to say at her school that could hurt her feelings. Even though her daughter keeps up with the news and current events, they, uh, they took the time to explain how this was so sad. Mostly because people like her have families on both sides. You know, in Ukraine and Russia. And that Putin wants this war, but the majority of the people don't. She told me that they talked about how the Russian people aren't free to protest against the government and risk imprisonment, or worse, by marching or speaking out. Things we've seen all over the place for several years. So she was honest with her daughter. And I asked if her daughter ponders the war a lot. I was just kind of curious because I was still unsure what I would tell my kids. She said that she, uh, her daughter does think about it a lot, mostly because she keeps hearing other people talk about it. Some adults, but also kids. And then they ask her if she's really Russian-Ukrainian. They often say mean things. But she worries about the people on both sides. But talking to my friend, she, uh, she told me that she wanted to keep her daughter informed. She wants her to have the knowledge and not get stumped in a conversation. As you can expect, everyone has different political opinions. And some people in her family, and probably outside of that, still try to talk to her daughter against her wishes about politics. But you can tell that she's proud, though. She says that her daughter's pretty savvy. But she doesn't want to be uninformed. And that last part is what struck me like a bolt of lightning. It was kind of the answer I was looking for. Being uninformed is a lot like not being prepared. And I went through great pains. I've worked really hard over the last 12 years to make sure my daughter was prepared. And even the last seven with my son. And even though we all have concerns about the world and where this more may take the whole lot of us, I'd be doing a great disservice to my kids not to give them the wisdom and perspective of others, no matter how much I may have a dislike for war. I thanked her several times. <laughs> it was real discussions with great people like her that have enriched my life so much. And so this is the, the advice I would give to you. Give your kids the benefit of that mentality. Having discussions. Having be prepared, staying informed. I wish, I wish that Ukraine and Russia would really truly embrace that gift of discussion instead of war. I know they love their children, just like we do. If they're going to do it for somebody, they should do it for them. So talk to your kids about war. Don't let them be uninformed left on their own to come to their own conclusions. It's a difficult concept that even those who are educated about the subject still kind of struggle with. Teach them compassion, understanding, and patience. Fear of the unknown is a powerful emotion. Give them knowledge, 
and reassure them that you're always for, there for them. Stay positive and support them. Encourage them to discuss whatever it is that they are feeling. Thank them for telling you. Be open, warm, and compassionate. Have patience and try to understand them too. At the end of the day, you want them to grow up and be just like that too. To be compassionate and understanding. And have patience. If everyone in the world was like that, I'd like to think it would be a better place. So be sure to subscribe to us. Get your weekly dose if you're not my father. We're available on Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, and more. If you found this podcast useful, please spread the word on social media. Tell your friends, your pets, plants, stuffed animals, anyone else who will listen. You can also follow us on Facebook.com slash Show. So that's it for us. Remember, if you're a fan of us, then we're a fan of you. Take it easy, stay positive, and remember, good vibes only.